This episode of Grease the Polls is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, where you can bet $5 on any sport and win $200 in free bets instantly. All you need to do is sign up with the link in the description, and you'll get $200 instantly after you place your first bet of $5 or more. Everyone could use some extra betting money, so don't let this opportunity go to waste. And with that, let's get into the episode. <laughs> What is going on, everyone, and welcome into another episode of Grease the Polls. Hope you had a great weekend. So, first off, right off the bat, want to apologize for not doing the true crime pod that we all promised last week. I know for anyone who saw on Instagram, I promoted it as a true crime pod, and we're just not doing that today. Uh, change of plans. The two guests we were going to have on couldn't come on, and we figured, um, you know, us three together are not smart enough to talk about it and it's you know we had to get we had to have the whole crew here you know it just wouldn't have felt the same if we just didn't get the whole crew in to talk true crime so we promise that'll come hopefully this week um but who the hell knows so we're just going to talk eagles i guess we're just going to talk about sports like we're supposed to um so obviously eagles won on sunday clinched the one seed in the nfc won the nfc east title it wasn't pretty it was pretty ugly. Took them, you know, all four quarters to beat the Giants practice squad. But it is what it is. They got the win. And the road to the Super Bowl goes through Philadelphia, fellas. How are we feeling about it? I mean, definitely not the style points that Elliot Shore Parks was looking for uh, from the final regular season win from the Birds. But it got the job done, and so I'm excited. You know, we have the bye. We have time to get our guys healthy. Uh, it wasn't, you know, the prettiest win I've ever seen in my life, but they rarely are in the NFL. So, uh, you know, it, it it definitely was a vanilla game plan that a lot of people are kind of overblowing as like, wow, this team is in trouble. Uh, it, it, maybe not a lot of people, but enough that I'm noticing. Uh, and it's definitely happening within this city, which I'm finding a little odd because it, it's it's hard to feel anything but good about the Eagles' chances uh, going into the postseason. Frank, how you feeling? I think, yeah, I feel like a lot of people are caught up in the fact that the Eagles didn't blow out the Giants practice squad. I would have loved to have seen it, don't get me wrong, but at the same time, you did the most important thing, which was you won and you got out of there without anybody being hurt, which, that's it. That's that's the goal, you know, secure the one seed, don't have anybody get injured, and we'll move on. See who we're gonna face in the divisional round. No reason to, no reason to, you know, risk having Jalen Hurts go down. He definitely wasn't. You, you got a sense that the game plan, like, exclu- like said in bold letters, like, do not run. Like, don't run if you don't absolutely have to. Slide or, uh, you know, just. Yeah, I, 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 it wasn't the Eagles' offense we've watched all year. It wasn't even as dynamic as the Eagles' offense with Gardner Minshew at times, just because I think they were just like, looking to just get out of there with a win. And they did. Hey, mission accomplished. Yeah, I mean, like, who, at the end of the day, like, style points doesn't win shit. Uh, having more points than the other team does. So that's what they did. And like you said, Frank, you got out there, you got out of there without any injuries. Jalen Hurts was, you know, I don't think there was one designed run for Jalen Hurts on Sunday. I mean, anytime he had to take off, he just took off because he had to, and he slid 
before anyone even got close to touching him. So, like, it was pretty clear that they were just using, like, half of their playbook and just running their simple RPOs. Like, you know, I don't think they were really trying to expose anything, right, put anything out there for anyone to study before the postseason. And quite frankly, I think they kind of looked bored. Like, it was just a they were just bored out there. You know what I mean? They were trying to just go deep and just fucking – it felt like they were just trying to, you know, put the game away so they get on the bench. Unfortunately, you know, the Giants backups did come with something to prove and whatever. I guess Davis Webb feels good about himself after that game. But at the end of the day, Eagles won. That's really all that matters. And, you know, it could have been a lot worse. We could have been the Dallas Cowboys getting shit on by Sam Howell and the you know, practice squad, Washington commanders, you know, like imagine that, imagine what the city would be saying if, if that was what happened to us. If he, you know, Jalen Hurts went out there and turned it over <clears throat> like Dak Prescott and just, we muffed punts and just kept turning it over the whole game and lost by 20 points to a practice squad team. Right. Like we're the one C for a reason. We deserved it. We played, you know, we were the best team in the NFC all year. And now we have, you know, we have two home games and, a Super Bowl. You just got to win two. You know, you just got to win two, and then you get there, and then anything can happen. Um, so the nice thing, though, about us, obviously, like getting the bye week, having everyone well-rested and everything, is we can just kind of sit back and relax during Wild Card Weekend. And there are a lot of good matchups coming up. Um, I'm interested to hear what you guys think. Like, what's your favorite matchup? What are you guys looking out for? You know, anything along those lines. Yeah, there's definitely some quality matchups in the you know the wild card weekend but the one i'm looking forward to is uh trevor lawrence versus justin herbert jags chargers uh, that is my uh you know it's it, it's kind of like a dream playoff matchup for me because it's it's two teams that i've enjoyed following kind of on the side obviously with uh, you know the ascension of justin herbert and uh, obviously Doug Peterson down in Jacksonville. I, you know, it's, I, I took a slight interest to see how these guys were going to turn out. They both ended up making the playoffs. And I'm excited to see what they can do because I know what Doug Peterson can do in the playoffs. Obviously, I haven't seen him uh, do it with a 9-8 and eight football team. I've seen him do it with a football team that's a fair bit better. But it's going to be, uh, I, I think it'll be a fun matchup, big-time shootout. Obviously, uh, the Chargers got you know Mike Williams and, uh, and, and another guy injured, which is not great. Uh, in the regular season finale with nothing to play for, which that was kind of wild to see. But I do think that that is going to be a fantastic matchup to tune into, especially if you want to have fun watching playoff football. Because when I'm going to be watching the NFC games, I'm going to be the wheels are going to be turning. I'm going to be thinking, all right, how is this going to work out moving forward? But the AFC, it's kind of like, you know, we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. You know, whoever I'm watching right now, you know, if it comes to it in the Super Bowl, then I can go ahead and, and you know, root for the birds. But right now... Uh, you know, take it nice and easy with some AFC football. How about yeah, you, Frank? Uh, there, there's nothing better than watching Wild Card Weekend when your team has the bye. Because you're just kind of sitting back like uh, like the Emperor from Gladiator, just watching these teams just fight over who has the right to face you. And, you know, hopefully it ends better for the Eagles than it did for the Emperor in um, in Gladiator. That, that would suck. <laughs> um, but... Uh, this week, you know, I, I definitely do think there's there's a couple of games that I'm I'm interested in. I'm primarily interested though in the Monday night matchup uh, between the Bucks and the Cowboys. The Buccaneers are currently home underdogs 
Uh, and I definitely, you know, I, I think you could say that the Cowboys have definitely been the better team over the course of the season. But they've also been incredibly inconsistent. Uh, this past Sunday was a must-win game for them if they wanted to have a shot at the number one seed. And they couldn't do it. And meanwhile, on the other on the other side of the ball, you have Tom Brady. You know, is he going to continue to improve as the year goes on? Heading into the playoffs, is he going to you know, suddenly revert back to form and be the Hall of Famer that he is? Uh, or is he going to, you know, collapse into a pile of dust like an old mummy? So either of those things could happen. I, I, I definitely, I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. I think that'll be a fun game to watch either way. Um, I want to ask you guys, because usually, you know, now with the NFL expanded to, you know, seven teams in each postseason, I was just trying to find this. I don't think a seventh seed has ever won, you know, in the the three to four years that they've been implemented in the playoffs. If you guys know off the top of your head, say no, something. But it, it hasn't um, happened. I want to ask, which of the seven seeds do you think has a better chance to to actually get a win this weekend? We got Miami going to Buffalo as a seventh seed, and then oh god, Seattle Seahawks going to San Francisco as a seventh seed. Um, Honestly, like, I mean, if Tua doesn't play for Miami, I don't think they stand uh, any chance whatsoever. But, I mean, they did play in Buffalo a couple weeks ago in a snowstorm and really did give them a run for their money. And Buffalo is one of those teams where, like, yeah, obviously they're very great. And, you know, Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen, that whole offense is, is outstanding. But they just feel like a team that, like, you can't always trust in big moments or just like I don't know what it is about them I feel like maybe it's just because the fact that they are so Josh Allen dependent that if he has even a little bit off of a game their whole team is going to feel it because they just rely on him to do everything and their defense isn't what it used to be um so I mean like if I had to pick one I think I would pick Miami although I'm not betting on that (laughs) like obviously there's no chance but I mean if Tua comes in like Maybe, like maybe it could happen. Like, what do you guys think? Two of plays, definitely a chance. Just for the banter, though, I've got to go with Seattle. (laughs) (laughs) Because I've been hearing way too fucking much about San Francisco being the best team in the NFL, being the best team, this, that, whatever. They're going to win the Super Bowl. And uh, maybe, maybe, my opinion, no. But, I mean, are they going to beat Seattle? I mean, there's a 95% chance of that. But that 5% is looking real juicy to me right now, now that you've made that question. Obviously, I probably won't be laying down any hard-earned dollars, especially not in this economy. But uh, definitely will be uh, rooting hard for Geno Smith and the boys to go ahead and beat Brock Purdy and the 49ers. That's that no doubt about that. Yeah, I I don't see the Seahawks having a shot in hell against the 49ers. Fuck you, Frank. They just played less than a month ago and they <laughs> lost 21 to 13 and it wasn't particularly close and I yeah, both matchups this year the the Niners have just had their way with them. Uh I I would like to see them win as well. I think that would be a fun matchup for the Eagles getting the Seahawks. Uh but yeah, the the only way I see a seven seed having a shot this year is if Tua plays and they're somehow able to catch the Bills flat-footed. Um, yeah, 
because I think this is the second year that it, that it, this playoff format's been in existence. I think the year before the Eagles were the seventh seed and just got absolutely demolished by the that uh, Bucks. Sucked. Well, that was last so, year, yeah. I think it's been year, instituted yeah. for three years at least now. I think. I, not I can't I don't know dude I don't know ah, I who wish knows? I was an NFL historian but regardless yeah I mean it, it's very unlikely to happen I think I mean the Eagles losing in the fashion they did last year I think you know every time that happens people are like well this is why you shouldn't have a seventh seed this is why you shouldn't have you know this then third um you know it's kind of true but at the same time like I'm I'm here for a seven versus two upset. Like that's what I that's why we watch. Like we all want the seventh seed to win here. Like for both the AFC and NFC, right? Like yeah, I want to see Geno Smith. Like shout out Dr. Rami. I want to see fucking Geno Smith ball out. You know what I mean? Like we if we want to talk about that game specifically, like Seattle has the quarterback advantage. Um, Pete Carroll has a Super Bowl. Kyle Shanahan doesn't. You know, should we just should I just go down? Kyle the line Shanahan's like, hey, an all-time choke artist. Like Kyle Shanahan's a choke artist. Like, look, Brock Purdy's been great, but I mean, he's it's regular season. It's a completely different year now. You know, what I mean, this is this this is the postseason regular season. It's not the same. You know, what I mean, I think what you hear players say that all the time. It's just a different speed from the regular season, and we're talking about a guy who was a seventh-round pick. You know, last pick of the draft. Like, is he? You know. Like, does he have the fucking balls to go in there and fucking give it to Pete Carroll and Geno Smith and that Seattle Seahawks defense? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It, it remains it's, it's to be seen. It does uh, remain to be seen. seen. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna put on my uh, my future glasses and oh, what's that? The the uh, the the Seahawks just Seahawks just lost twenty four to three. And got absolutely shit pumped. That, that's well, what that's happened. probably what'll happen, but you don't know that for a fact, Frank. And that's what we're, we're speculators, all right? We're narrative crafters, and this is what we have to do, all right? Especially if we have time to fill, to be honest with you. Like, I mean, we press record. We have to <laughs> <laughs> press record and we just go. We don't We have to explore anything. every option. I mean, these are this is just the fact of life. Yeah. I know, but what yeah. fun is it if I just immediately admit to if Brian? If you do agree, that then he, there's no then there's no well, friction. There's no, I can't admit to Brian that he just talked me into betting on the Seahawks to cover. Like that's no fun. What's the what's the he, spread on that one? Yeah, uh, it's a uh, nine and a half. Oh, wow. they're covering. Really? Wow. Yeah, that's actually pretty wild. That's well, fucking disrespectful. They, Especially so, a divisional game like. Yeah, but they've I'm lost. I'm guessing by... San Francisco hasn't beaten. Like, I'm guessing San Francisco beat Seattle twice this year, right? Yeah, by like 20 points each time. Yeah, well, third time's a charm, baby. You know, it's hard <laughs> to beat a team three times. It's hard really hard. Team. Also, uh, the the Dolphins Bills is also a nine and a half point line. So that's seven Jeez, seeds. Is seven getting, seeds getting disrespected. Dude, no the respect. Bills are gonna t- they're they're gonna kick their fucking teeth in. I'll tell you that much. The Bills are going to do some serious damage. Like, that's just, that's no ifs, ands, or buts, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I will say, like, as far as, like, that NFC 7 seed, I was really, really hoping the Seahawks lost just so Detroit could get in there. Or whoever won that game. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted that Sunday night game between the Packers and the Lions to be, like, a win and get in. Um and like the Lions nice. are just an exciting team. Like the Lions, like their offense is creative. 
I mean, their offensive coordinator is probably going to get a head coaching job this offseason, which is pretty insane. Dude, that last-minute play against the Packers out of nowhere? What the fuck? That was Philly special-level balls in a totally meaningless game. uh, Yeah, (laughs) but still, like, I feel like – I mean, they they prepped all week thinking, you know, we might have a chance to get into the postseason with this. So, like, that was in their game plan. They probably – I honestly think they would have done that regardless of the fact if they were – you know, like that's just kind of the team they are, and like I like that type of shit. You know, I like those type of teams. And man, a Detroit and San Francisco matchup that would have been fun. Like that would have been like I actually do think I could have talked myself into being like, you know what? Like, look, hey, Jared Goff's been here before. You know what I mean? It's not like Detroit hasn't like <laughs> they have some guys, dude. Jared Goff's been in the Super Bowl, and like you know, I- I'm not a-, a Jared Goff sympathizer or anything, but dude has had a good season. I think he had twenty. 26 to 28 touchdown passes only seven interceptions like that's really fucking good for anyone let alone jared Goff on the detroit lions like you know no one ever expected him to be anything you know other than just a placeholder for when they got another quarterback now they have to think about it you know like they definitely have to think do we want to go out and draft a guy or do we want to just build around golf because you know it's not, golf's 28 you know like He's still got some fuel in the tank. It's not like he doesn't. And they have pieces already, you know? So, like, why not just add to that? It's, I think it's, you gotta, it's exciting. I think you got to roll with golf. And that's a guy that I knew. I was like, this guy is going to stink. Like, I was like, I was Carson over golf the whole time. I was glad we got Carson. Obviously, I guess, I guess I'd turn, I guess I wound up on the wrong side of that. Um, how seven years down the line, but you know, you know, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. But Jared Goff was a guy that I thought was good, was done. I was like, all right, he's going to Detroit. He's over. Had probably the best season of his career. Like, <laughs> there he's got pieces around him. And is he going to set the world on fire as a quarterback? I don't think so. But, uh, I mean, you don't have to do that. You really don't. I mean, you don't have to be Jalen Hurts or Patrick Mahomes to win games and win championships in this league. It certainly helps. But, I mean, we've, we've seen what San Francisco has been able to achieve with Jimmy Garoppolo, who is – I think he's capital N not good, but like they managed to they managed to make it work with him. They were gonna replace him, ended up having Trey Lance turn out to be both dog shit and injured, and then they were like, you know, we'll still make it work. And then he got injured, and then they brought in Mister Irrelevant. They're still making it work. So clearly, like you can go ahead and do that and win games uh, without a stud QB. So I think you gotta go ahead and stick with golf. Is correct? If you'd said that to me a year ago, two years ago, I would have thought you were crazy. Uh, but here we are now. Things are weird in 2023 in the NFL. It is well, weird. It's, it's it not is. like they're going to be in a position to draft a quarterback. They did so well this year that they're going to be somewhere in well, the they, middle. Well, they no, the they have round, the Rams so. first. They have the Rams first round. Oh pick. yeah, that's right. They do. It's don't like they? it's like third overall. Yeah, they have a really good pick. Top five, like they have, they they can. They would have the capital to go up and get guy. Yeah, that's why it's so interesting because it's like this team was right on the precipice again in the playoffs. They're super young. I mean, you know, their receiving core. They got St. Brown, Jamison Williams is going to be fully healthy next year. Um, I mean, hopefully they can hold on to their offensive coordinator and he doesn't leave, so they get another year with him. Um, they're going to be a team where like everyone preseason next year is probably going to pick them to make the playoffs. You know, like they just feel like that team with all that momentum at the end of the year, they just fall a little short of making the postseason. Um, 
I feel like they're going to get a lot of hype. But I will say, if they do lose their OC and they decide to roll it again with Jared Goff, I think they'll actually be disappointing. Like, I think they're going to get, like, that preseason hype, and then all of a sudden it's kind of just going to fall flat on its face. You know what I mean? Maybe they start off hot, kind of like Miami did this year, right? Miami had a lot of hype coming this season and then ended the season on, like, you know, going, like, one and five, one and six. So, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how we got on this Detroit Lions tangent. I don't think we're a Detroit Dude, Lions. We're all, they're an exciting we're team. Gonna, we're not we're leaving. We're they not. are one of the most interesting <laughs> off seasons of any. Like I wish, like times like this, where like I wish I still played Madden and I like could build their team in the off season, right, and just make them amazing. You know, on franchise mm-hmm. mode. Used to be Let's used to be a hobby it. back in the day, but now I'm you know 26 and uh, trying to pay the bills. So no time for building franchise franchise teams anymore wow, sadly um but i'm looking i'm still looking at this this wild card slate we got here and i will say out of all of them the least interesting matchup for me is probably baltimore and cincinnati like it just does nothing for me and it's the sunday night game like i get it burrow love burrow love the bengals they have a real chance to go to, to their second straight super bowl but like Baltimore is like just the quietest ten win team I can ever remember, and I don't like, I don't even know how they got to ten wins without Lamar Jackson playing for like two for like a third of the season. Like, and they don't even know if he's gonna play this week. Like, it could be Tyler. Was it Tyler Huntley? I think that's their backup. Um, Sounds right. They're just like, I don't know how they even do it. Like, I don't know how they even got to this point. I I, I don't remember hearing anything about them. And but every time you look at the standings, oh, Baltimore's in playoff position. They have ten wins somehow. Like, it's never made sense because I don't. You know, I, I, nobody really sticks out from that team as particularly uh, good. I mean, yeah, I mean, like J.K. Dobbins, they have guys there, but like, never to a level of national hype where I ever really thought of them. And the fact that like they were in playoff contention and ended up making it, like. Every single week, I'd hear it when I'd be either watching Red Zone or something like that. I would hear it every week, or I'd see it on Twitter. And every week, I would have forgotten and would have to be re-reminded that they were in the playoff push. Because that, that was just a team that I had always seen uh, as just not... I was There was a point this season where I was like, you're not good, and that's okay. Get them get next year. And yet, they've managed to make it here. If Now, if Lamar Jackson does suit up and play... I think that becomes an interesting matchup, at least to a degree. I don't think it's the yeah. best matchup by any means, but hey. if it is Tyler Huntley versus Joe Burrow again, like I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can do that, man. Like, is I mean, I'm, I'm just going not going to stay up. It's an eight o'clock game Sunday night. Like, I'm just not going to stay up for it. If I'm Lamar throwing Jackson's on a movie and I'm going yeah. to at eight. I'm throwing on a movie at eight. Finish at ten. Maybe check the score. YouTube videos. Go to sleep. Yeah. Check the no. score afterwards. If it's close, turn it on. If it's yeah. not, go to sleep. For, you know. For mm. what it's worth, if Lamar plays, I think that the I think the Ravens have a real shot. They actually won earlier in the season against the Bengals uh, in a close game. So you never know. You could always pull something out. Some get some. You know, have some magic. Uh, Maybe. I, I mean, like. I mean, when you look at the postseason last year, I mean, the Bengals were that team, right? That kind of just went on a run out of nowhere um and now but like this year with the afc it just doesn't seem like there's a team like that you know i mean unless lamar if lamar jackson does come back maybe maybe you know but without him i just i just don't see it happening 
Honestly, the one team now that I'm looking at, the one team that I could see winning, like, maybe two playoff games and, you know, getting to that championship, be Jacksonville, honestly, you know. Just it's fucking Dougie P and Trevor Lawrence. I, could I think that. maybe they could give them, you know, give that top three of Buffalo, Cincinnati, and KC maybe a run for their money. Um, man, that would be exciting. I would love to see that. I will that tell you this: we were lucky to play Jacksonville when we did, and in the weather we did. I will tell yep. you that that was nice. Pouring rain, five turnovers for them. Like <laughs> that was Big a time. game that if we played that in Jacksonville or we played that on a sunny day, that would have been a fucking shootout, and that would have been a. Would have, I would have been sweating that one. I, I yeah. guarantee you. Yeah, no, I mean that game was close anyway. Like it was was close for longer than it should have been. Um, but yeah, I mean they're a different team now. It's crazy. I think they went that whole AFC South. I mean, the Titans pretty much completely like we literally killed the Titans. Like when the Eagles played the Titans, we like they just ceased to exist after we played them. They just didn't know how to play football anymore. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was just like the karma of getting rid of AJ Brown and then seeing what he did to them. We they really lost seven straight. Down. They went zero and seven. They were seven and three when we played them seven and three and they ended the year i think i it must have been i think it was eight maybe they won one game in there but i i think they're i mean it's just insane they went you know one and six oh and seven down the stretch and then fucking jacksonville goes six and one down the stretch and steals the division from them it's just nuts it's just absolutely nuts and i love it i mean the eagles beat that team so bad they had to fire their gm so that tells you all you need to know about that that was that was an all-time just stomping by the Eagles. Uh, I, yeah, very lucky to catch the Jaguars when we did. That That team, it goes to show you, A, you know, just how good of a coach uh, Doug Peterson is and also, you know, how absolute dog shit of a coach uh, Urban Meyer was to have Trevor Lawrence look as bad as he did last year. Uh, underneath, underneath Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence has turned into one of the – one of the more promising quarterbacks in the NFL. I think that they're going to give the Chargers a run for their money. And I, I think that's probably going to be the most exciting game of the weekend, uh, just from like a scoring perspective. Yeah. I mean, not very often do you see like two, you know, up and coming quarterbacks like Herbert and Trevor Lawrence play their first playoff game against one another, right? Like, usually it's like, you know, Lawrence against Mahomes or against Burrow or Josh Allen, like, you know, kind of the class of the AFC now. But you get to see both of them get their first playoff chance against one another. Like, that's that's pretty cool. And, you know, obviously it won't – I'm sure we'll see plenty of matchups between those two quarterbacks for years to come. But um, it, it, it will just be exciting to see. I'm just – like, the AFC – all the AFC quarterbacks, really, except for, like – Maybe I mean, unless Lamar Jackson plays, um, I mean, you really don't know if, what you're getting from Tua. But like every quarterback in the AFC is is fucking balling out this year, so that's very exciting. So uh, before we close out, I know this is a short podcast, but like you know, like I said, we had a change of plans. We had a change of plans, guys. Get off my get off my fucking back. Um, <laughs> everyone, calm the fuck down, okay? But uh, before we close out, I just want to ask you guys um out of everything that we could potentially see in wildcard weekend whether it's just like someone balling out or a win or whatever like 
what's at the top of just your wish list? Like, what what are you just trying to manifest into reality this upcoming weekend in the NFL? Cowboys loss. That easy. That's a, yeah, that's pretty that's easy it. one. That's, that's all I want. One. That's it's all kind of a cop-out answer, dude. It's kind of a cop-out answer. Oh, come answer. on, dude. What? All right, never mind. I'll lay down I'm the parameters. All right. Outside of that, I'm, you know, outside of that, I suppose I'm looking for – I would like that. I would like both Jacksonville and the Chargers to score 30. Like, I want that to be a fucking crazy game that, like, people remember as one of the greatest wild card games. Because then that would prove me right a lot about Justin Herbert, and then it would also kind of redeem the reputation of Trevor Lawrence fully – after what a lot of people thought of him last year. I got – so I'm, I'm not going to take the Cowboys losing because obviously that's what I'm hoping for. But I think it would be hilarious to see the see the one game we didn't talk about at all. Uh, I would love to see the Giants beat the Vikings. I Just watching Vikings fans have meltdowns on the internet is always fun. Uh, <laughs> just, just from like schadenfreude you know, perspective there. Uh, watching people debate over whether or not Kirk Cousins is good or not, whose fault was it that they lost. Uh, and the Giants are a sneaky good team. Uh, you know, I, I think that they they could potentially surprise the Vikings, and I, I think that that would be just fun to watch. That would obviously be good for us, too, because then we would probably play the Giants, right? Like, yeah. Unless we think Seattle would win, but I think we all kind of agreed that San Francisco is probably going to give them the business. But, they probably. Yeah, New York is like – it's just Minnesota just fucking sucks. Like, they're thir- they won over 13 games this year, but, like, for what? Like, they're the only 13-win team to ever have a negative point differential. Like, that's just – it's insane to me that they even won as many games as they did. Um, I think they had something like seven game-winning drives, though. Like, they just – it's the one-score games thing, like, with them. So, like, I guess they have a little bit of moxie with that. But, yeah, I mean, that's – aside from, like, the Los Angeles-Jacksonville game, which I think will be close, that New York and Minnesota game and even the Dallas-Tampa Bay game, like, I think those three games are pretty much guaranteed to be close. Um, the Dallas one – could go either way. Honestly, I could see Tampa Bay like somehow just running train on the Cowboys, and that would just make my fucking whole week. It would just it would be a chef's kiss. It would just be a beautiful thing to see. Um, but if I had to choose the one thing that I would want to see this weekend, I honestly think it would be Seattle beating San Francisco. Obviously, because it helps the Eagles, but I just want to hear people like Conway said earlier, like. I want I want to see what the national media tries to say to rationalize the Niners losing, right? Like it's probably going to go back to from, you know, people praising Brock Purdy, calling him Big Cock Brock to being like, "Well, no, now they're going to go back to Trey Lance. I guess they'll probably resign Jimmy Garoppolo. It's, you know, they had a 7th mm-hmm. round quarterback in there. That's probably why they lost, you know, like it's going to be some just complete 180 on the discourse and like the Niners were never winning the Super Bowl I never said anything like that like yeah exactly (laughs) two weeks later like we didn't fucking notice like Twitter doesn't exist it's gonna be the craziest about face of all time yeah and I do like you know I mean obviously from an Eagles standpoint you want to play the worst team possible that you can in the divisional round and you know if the Giants win and Seattle wins, and we get Seattle, you know? And then the Giants, I guess, will play whoever fucking 
you know, whoever wins the uh, Tampa Bay and Dallas game. So, yeah, like I – well, I guess – yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's how it would work out, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I th- and, like, I kind of want to see Geno Smith say some fucking classic shit after the game. Like, give me another sound bite. You know what I mean? Like he did in week one. Yeah, um, he had bars early on. He did have bars. He had bars early on. And I think the funniest thing about it is now you fast forward from then to now – in his first year as a starter with with Seattle, he broke Russell Wilson's passing yards. <laughs> like that's <laughs> fucking hilarious. Like I can't believe they, you know, like it's crazy that you know the two teams that felt like we were tanking, right? Like the the Rams traded or uh, traded for Matt Stafford last year, and the, the Lions, like you know, it felt like they were going to take a long time to rebuild. Fast forward a year, the Lions are in a way better spot than the Rams are, and you look at the Seahawks in Denver. Um, I mean, everyone thought Denver was going to be a fucking Super Bowl contender this year, and they were anything but. And now Seattle has, you know, a top five pick along with whatever pick they are going to end up having themselves. Um, that's another team, like, with, with Detroit where it's like, what are they going to do? You know, are they going to re-sign Gino? Are they going to, you know, are they going to just build around them? Like, this game will tell us. Like, if Gino wins this game, he's probably going to be back. You know, like, uh, yeah, I would think so. Yeah, I mean, it w- even if it's a close game, like even if it goes down to the wire and Geno has like two touchdowns, no picks, you know, just has a solid game, I still think it'll convince the front office to be like, hey, like, you know, why not? You know, Geno's what? Like, he's he can't be thirty yet, is he? Maybe he is thirty. Maybe he like just turned thirty. But still, like, we know what the shelf life is for quarterbacks he's now. Thirty-two years old. He's 32 already? Jesus Lord. Yeah, bro. That's Talk about a late bloomer. He's been around crazy. forever. Yeah. I mean, jeez. Talk about a late bloomer. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> I guess he was drafted in what? Like 2012 or maybe 2013? I think it was the first. Because I remember when he came out, like it was a shitty quarterback draft. And it was the first year we had Chip. And I'm like, let's get Geno. I was like, let's, let's fucking. I just remember in my little stupid high school head i was just like yeah dude we need geno smith not lane johnson at fourth overall no no not lane johnson <laughs> i want i want geno uh, dude thank i God fucking I love geno i love geno coming out of college dude like when when my when like we'd be playing on like football on the playground and like like late middle school early high school if i threw a dot i was like geno 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 because I mean dude, that I mean that Gino guy's a, and Tavon Austin, dude. Dude, Tavon Austin is still the coldest, coldest college mixtape of all time, dude. Everyone <laughs> knows that. When we when we were in Arizona, uh, at the resort one night, we got back from drinking and we put on Tavon Austin's highlights. Yeah, uh, just I've us. had a few of like uh, just drunk like experiences where I'm like, let's put on Tavon Austin. You ever put on like the the mic'd up Super Bowl condensed version, like the 45 minutes? You ever just hanging out with boys and you're like, you guys want to throw this on? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember over the summer, I fucking went to the beach with two of my friends and we were just kind of bullshitting before we were going out for the night, just taking shots at Tito's. And we literally watched, um, we watched that whole thing, that 45 minute thing. And we watched every... We watched like the full season highlights of the Eagles from last year, which <laughs> honestly aren't even that exciting. They're but we not were just that like good talking about like, dude, we're gonna be good this year. I can't wait for this year. And we're like just watching last year's highlights. Like it was like anything that special. But yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing better than watching a little bit of uh, you know 
little bit of football highlights with the boys while you're a little banged up. You know what I mean? Like it gets it's the true. juices flowing. It's like, you know, you could put on music, sure. Like we could put on music, but we could also watch Eagles highlights. That's also sick. You know, we could watching watch that it. one Sheldon Brown hit on Reggie Bush. Oh, like, dude. Dude, <laughs> nothing gets me more amped ago. than that, honestly. Nothing gets me more amped than seeing that. That's the day I fell in love with football. Like, I liked it. <laughs> you know, it was cool yeah. or whatever. But as soon as he got blown up and I heard that hit through the TV, I was like, okay. I see what's going on here. I'm like, this is interesting. I'm still lost, though, unfortunately. But I yeah. do love every time we play the Saints, every single time we play the Saints, that video makes the rounds. Like, I love that. This has to. It's like, it's kind of like when we play the Giants, like, you're bound to see, you know, Miracle to Meadowlands 2 with Deshaun Jackson returning the punt. Like, that's bound to come up on the timeline. And then whenever you play the Saints, like, you are guaranteed going to see the Sheldon Brown hit somewhere on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Like, someone's posting that shit in preparation for Saints Week every single time. It's usually Vic, probably. <laughs> well, I think he probably he might have. He, <laughs> he might definitely have did. He definitely he probably did. did before the Saints game this year. Yeah, I mean, nostalgia merchant. It's a great Victor thing. Like it's it's something that never gets old. Like I enjoy watching it every single time. You know, the quality so. of the video is so low too. At least on YouTube, I love it. It's so grainy. Uh, I, I don't know where the football me, is. It's like watching the Zapruder film. Yeah, brings me right back, dude. Brings me right back. I remember back in the day, fucking literally trying to watch highlights on my dial-up connection, like, pausing the video for, like, two hours and then coming back and still being, like, <laughs> halfway ready to, to stream and then <laughs> just waiting another two hours before I could watch the whole thing. It was just it was beautiful times. Way more patience back then, you know? People people need to get back to the patience. You know? A lot more let's patience. That. Let's just let's, – let's dial back the let's, – let's go from 5G back down to 3G and see how people react to it. You know, let's Dude, just see how 5G's dog shit, honestly. Like, if I can be fully honest, like, <laughs> I'll go places where it's like – there's like two bars of 5G is like five bars of 4G. Yeah. Not true. Not no. true. Two bars of 5G is like no bars of any G. Yeah. It is no, so no – it is bars. bad. No bars at all. They um, got to figure that shit out before they start making ads and rolling it out everywhere and saying it's the future. I'm like, you don't even have it now, let alone for the future. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know, dude. Who the fuck knows? Um, not I. Not me. Uh, do you guys have any final thoughts here before we close out this pod? I know we didn't really talk about the Eagles that much. It was mostly just NFL stuff. But, you know, like I said, uh, just get off my fucking back, all right? We had to change the plans, guys. All right? Jeez. Yeah. But any I, final I, thoughts? Closing thought, uh, everybody needs to calm the fuck down that isn't calm right now in terms of the Eagles. Everyone needs to stop talking about Kazir White like there was a problem with him. Like I saw there was a blog out there that published saying that we had a Kaiser White problem. And I'm like, all right, I mean, he hasn't been great, but I mean, take a look at the coverages we're playing. I mean, uh, let's, let's, I think it's a little overblown here. And uh, I, that extends to the entire team, honestly. Anyone saying that the game plan wasn't exciting enough? Uh, obviously it wasn't. Uh, for anybody saying Jalen didn't do enough, uh, thank God he didn't. Thank God. He did just enough to win the game, and that's all he needed to do. I would have been fine if he did a little less. I think he still could have won. Uh, but I, I just think everyone needs to take a chill pill, to be honest. And, I, and we've got a week to kind of sit and mellow on it, and then when we know who we're playing and we have concrete facts, you can revisit us next week. And then we can kind of break it down from there. But until that time, enjoy yourselves. That's well put. Thank you. Frank, what do you got? Honestly, you know, same 
<clears throat> just to echo that same point, you know, don't don't panic. What are you panicking for? You're the number one seed in the NFC. There's no reason to be getting nervous. Uh, don't make the mistake of watching the wild card round and seeing one team blow out another team and assuming that team is going to do really well and betting your mortgage on them to win the next week. Never happens. Never works out like that. Team that wins in a blowout in the wild card round always loses the next week. I, I, I don't have the stats to back it up, but just keep that in Stuff mind when you're watching the game. Yeah, uh, keep that in mind you're watching it. And, uh, yeah, you know, um, I guess I would just say that the at the end of the day, the Eagles are number one seed for a reason, and uh, all these other teams are beatable. So, you know, just keep that in mind. You're watching it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, let's have, let's, you know, to all our listeners, let's have ourselves a fucking week. You know, the Eagles are off. We've earned it. You know, whether you're going through whatever bullshit you got going on in life, whether it's work or relationship issues, anything, just in the back of your mind, just remember the Eagles are the number one seed. The road to the Super Bowl goes through Philadelphia. And, you know, put your head down at work this week. Let's just have a fucking week. Let's have a week. Get after it. Do your thing. Get excited for some wild card football. Hopefully, uh, Dallas loses. Let's all cheer for that. And you know, let's just let's just let's have ourselves a week. You know, let's yes, just sir. This is all good vibes. No yep. bad vibes at all. All good. And you know, with that, I guess we'll shut it down. Um, thank you, as always, for everyone uh, who listens to the podcast. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, TheLibertyLine.com, or wherever you get your shows. You can find us on social media at Grease Poles Pod on Twitter and TikTok. And once again, everyone, thank you for listening. And as always, go birds. Go birds. Go birds.